Hello, brothers and sisters. Uh, Joe Zank coming to you. It is Monday, June the 8th. And I am outside today, uh, sitting in our screen house. And so if you hear uh, birds or frogs croaking or my son playing basketball in the background or Lord knows whatever else we're going to encounter back here, uh, just know that's, that's why. It's just too beautiful of a day to be in a closet today. So um, hoping wherever you are, you are able to enjoy this day as well. Blessings to all of you. For those new, uh, my name is Joe Zink. I'm a lay Catholic minister, uh, what's called a pastoral leader within the church uh, in the Diocese of Green Bay. Uh, it is something that is used uh, at parishes that don't have resident priests or pastors and are able to uh, take care of the pastoral, spiritual, and administrative leadership of the parish, uh, and then priests come in on weekends, uh, weekdays, funerals, whatever that would be, um, and, uh, and take care of the sacramental duties that uh, are certainly part and parcel of the, uh, the faith life of a community. So um, Monday through Friday, I give a, a little bit of talk on the daily gospel, and uh, today we are going to go into the Sermon on the Mount with Matthew. Uh, so we will start with Matthew chapter 5, if you would like to follow along. Um, Matthew chapter 5, verses 1, and I don't have it in front of me right now, but I bet it is verses 1 through 12, the incredibly famous um, uh, and beautiful passage called the Beatitudes. So let's listen to the Word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. Thus they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, my friends, let's talk a little bit. Uh, it seems like, so what, what's going to happen now? We uh, went through a bit of Mark's gospel last week and then um, hit just a touch on Matthew. Uh, what's going to happen now is we are going to be in Matthew's gospel, I'm betting, for the rest of the month, from, from the bit of a survey I did as I looked through the month of June. And why that is, is we have started... Uh, probably the greatest uh, discourse of, of Jesus's in any of the Gospels. Now, 
I say that with a bit of trepidation because Lord knows if you have been following along for about the month of May, most of the month of May, we were going through the Last Supper discourse of Jesus, John uh, chapters 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17, the five chapters uh, which were at the Last Supper the night before Jesus was crucified. Well, today we are starting with the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew. Um, and, and I'll say this is the only place this is found, but, but that's true and not true. And I'll explain that in a second. But, but Matthew's discourse has Jesus and his teaching for three chapters. So it's going to be Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. And, and some of these nuggets are just so incredible. Uh, I'm sure we're going to see Gospels that are two verses, three verses, because they just want us to sit with those. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Gospels. I want to do a little bit of history today, uh, which is ridiculous because the, the, it's just diamonds that I read to you. But I want to do a history because we're going to see a lot of this play out. Oh, and my wife is coming out to sit with me today while I do the podcast. Renee, any, uh, any words of wisdom for those who are uh, on the other end of this podcast? What are we talking about? Well, it's the Gospel of Matthew today. <laughs> I think I need to do some reading to give my words of wisdom. Well, me that. she said she's going to do reading and looks forward to sharing those words of wisdom. That's how I read between those lines. So, <laughs> um, so Matthew's Gospel is generally understood to be the second gospel or third gospel written. That Mark was written before the fall of the temple in 70 AD. So say 65 to 70, Mark was written. And Luke and Matthew both wrote theirs maybe 15 years later. Say 80-ish, give or take. Um, so about 50 years after the, uh, the death, resurrection, and ascension of Christ. Now, the idea and what the reason I'm saying this is both Matthew and Luke, it's believed, had Mark as a source. So many of the stories and, and even some of the layout is the same. But it's also thought that Matthew and Luke had another source that they shared. Not that they knew each other, but that they both knew about. That's called Q. Because, at least we call it Q. Because um, there are some stories in Matthew and Luke's gospel that are only in that gospel. Not in John's, not in Mark's. Uh, and, and so we assume they had a source that they pulled those stories out of um, that, uh, that they shared. One of those being the Beatitudes. Uh, and I'll, I'll frame that out in just a moment, how they're different. Uh, now, there are also some stories just in Matthew that aren't in any other gospel. And there's some stories just in Luke that aren't in any other gospel. So then, you know, uh, scripture scholars say Matthew must have had a third source, not only Mark's gospel, not only this Q source, but then something they call M, um, the Matthean source. And that Luke must have had another, a third source as well, not just uh, the gospel of Mark, not just Q, but also this Luke and L source, they call it. So. If all that confuses you, well, you know, just delete that part, I guess. But it's, it's interesting because how the gospel writers tell a story tells something about what their objective is and what they're trying to say. We're in Matthew chapter 5, and for Matthew, and, and I'll say this now, but you know I'm going to come back to it probably 100 times in the next you know, well, hundreds is exaggerating, but I'll come back to it plenty 
in that for Matthew, Jesus was the new Moses. That's important on how he sets things up and how he says things, and we're going to run into that. In fact, we're going to run into it today. Whereas Luke, that's not Luke's point. Luke uh, has Jesus as the great uh, bringer together of people. That's why in Luke's gospel, you know, he's always reaching out. I mean, he has more women and lepers and Samaritans and things like that. Uh, those that, that everyone is equal. In fact, Jesus's in Matthew, the sermon is on the mount. In Luke, the sermon is on the plain. Everybody's at one level. Uh, and they still, even the Beatitudes are a bit different. If you go to Luke's Beatitudes, there are eight of them, just like Matthew, but they're the four blessings and the four woes in Luke. And in Matthew, uh, it's blessed are, blessed are, blessed are. So let's talk a little bit about this, what we had today. And again, I'm not going to talk too long, but anything I say is only going to scratch the surface of the depth and the beauty of the Beatitudes. Let's start with the, the line. When Jesus saw the people, now, on, an, on, an, on a small level, it's when he looked out and saw crowds were following him. He's like, well, let's teach them. But brothers and sisters, remember, a gospel is like an onion. You peel it back, you peel it back, you peel it back. There's always more, and there's always more layers. When Jesus saw the burdens they were carrying, when Jesus saw what was going on within their lives, within their world, within their culture, within their families, whatever it is, when he saw this, he thought, i got to speak to this. So he went up the mountain. Why would he go up the mountain? Who else went up the mountain in scriptures, importantly? Well, of course, Moses did. You remember this, this thing that Jesus is the, is the new Moses? Is Jesus went up the mountain because that's where he encountered. It's where Moses encounters God, is up the mountain. And that's where he goes up to get the uh, Ten Commandments and comes down then with the teaching for the people. So Jesus sees the reality. He goes up the mountain. And then he sits and he brings them. So remember that commandment issue, okay? Because Moses brought down the commandments. We're going to get into it later with the Sermon on the Mount, the commandments that Jesus is, is talking about. But today, he, he just speaks to their reality. And what is that reality? Well, let's take a look at it. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the clean of heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. He's seeing them at this level, brothers and sisters, that they are poor in spirit. Now Luke, interestingly enough, changes it. Just blessed are the poor. And Luke, and both, of course, are incredibly true. Blessed are the poor. But blessed are the poor in spirit. But when you're just down and out and you got nothing left. And, and you know, in, in Jewish culture at the time, if you were not doing well, if you were poor or poor in spirit, if you hunger and thirsted for righteousness and saw nothing, if you were meek, you were run over, if you mourned, all of these things meant clearly you must have done something wrong. You, your parents, uh, you must have sinned in some way because God was not blessing you. So they went about not only with these burdens of being poor in spirit, of, of being discouraged at every turn with their peacemaking, of being mocked in their mercy, but also thinking not only is this not working and I'm, I'm banging my head against a wall, but God is not on my side. 
And so Jesus comes to them and says, I see you there, poor in spirit. I see you there, you who mourn. I see you there, you who are meek. I see you there, you who are hunger and thirst for righteousness. I see you there, you who are, are trying to, to, to create peace. I see you there, you who are merciful. I see you there, uh, all you who are, are, are hungering. And th- I'm sorry, my phone went, went dead, and I'm trying to think of what the, the next one was. Um, persecuted. All those. Not only do I see you, but you need to know you are loved right there. The bottom line is, brothers and sisters, when things are going wrong in our life, we can feel tragically alone. All of us can. Not only in Jesus' day, but that's our reality too. And you and I must know that Jesus sees our reality and says, blessed are you. Not just that I see you there, but blessed. The word blessed, that we translate it that way, but it also can be translated happy. Happy are you who are mourning, which makes no sense. I'm mourning. I'm not happy. But he's saying, no, this is not the end point. You're mourning. One, I am with you in the midst of it. And two, when you mourn, you're going to be comforted. And you may be poor in spirit right now, but one, I see you there. Two, be happy because I'm present with it. And three, yours is the kingdom of heaven. Not, not all these other things that you're seeing out there that people are, are being successful who don't care at all about, about my law and my love and my goodness and my life in this world. Blessed are you who are trying to make peace. Don't worry. Yours is the, you're, you're called the child of God. Blessed are you who, who are merciful. You're going to be shown that mercy. Blessed are you who hunger and thirst for righteousness, who, who are banging your head against the wall and there's no justice. Again, I know you and I have talked a, a great deal. I'm sure you have heard on the radio a great deal about the Black Lives Matter um, and all of what's going on in the world, and I am, I am firmly in that camp. But brothers and sisters, imagine. This would be Jesus talking to them right now. Blessed are you who hunger and thirst for righteousness, who feel, who feel you are against it at every turn and you're not getting there. Don't worry. Don't worry. I see you there, and I'm with you there, and you're going to be satisfied. Time and time again, he's telling us, brothers and sisters, not only does he see us in our reality, he's with us in our reality. And this reality is not the end. There is more, whether that's being comforted or shown mercy or being called children or, or being satisfied. All of those things await you and I and all of us. This is such a gorgeous teaching. Could talk another hour, but I've talked enough. Let's pray. We are in the glorious mysteries today. And uh, glorious mystery, the first one is uh, the resurrection. And, and what else could it be? So let's uh, take a moment uh, to think of an intention. Let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first glorious mystery, the resurrection uh, of Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you for uh, sharing this time together today. I wish every blessing to you and yours. And uh, now it's time for Renee's wisdom that she promised us. So here, I, I turn it over to Renee. Stop it, no. I don't have any wisdom. She says she's got too much and it would take up too much time at this point. So she promises to come back on as a guest in, in a future episode. And we look forward to that. Bless you all.